this is going to sound weird probably. One of my daily prayers, I say, Lord, I pray that you will make me an appetizer. I pray that, Lord, that I will be able to share the gospel and share treasures of truth from the scriptures to people in such a way that they realize that there's so much in the word that they haven't discovered yet that they will have an appetite to become a student of the word themselves so that they can dig out the treasure of truth that God wants to use to transform their lives into the highest level that he had in mind when he created them. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler coming to you from the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention, a convention of Christian communicators. And I'm here at the exhibition hall where there is just a plethora of activity going on in this big arena here. People are just visiting. I see a man and a woman over there drinking coffee and sharing time together. And people are just really enjoying the convention. And Bot Radio Network is here. And our staff from all across the Bot Radio Network has come here to to meet and to rekindle those relationships with our broadcasters. We just appreciate so greatly the relationships we have with our ministry partners and uh, they help us to do what we're on mission to do together, getting the word of God into God's people and to helping bring to life people who don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I must say this year's video. We always produce a special video for the kickoff of the convention. It's used throughout the year. And I watched it at our staff meeting this morning, and it just really brought tears to my eyes. There was a couple testimonies from California, one from a homeless man who discovered by radio and was discipled through the programs, has entered in a relationship with Christ, now is a youth pastor and works at a homeless shelter. And then a lady also had no idea that Bible teaching like we have on Bot Radio was available. A mom with young children and wanted to be able to instill, you know, God's Word into her children and, and help them to see and model that lifestyle. It's so important that parents model the lifestyle of uh, walking in a manner worthy of the gospel, as Scripture tells us to do. And so it's pretty uh, it's pretty neat to hear the story of this lady and how Bite Radio Network, through the programs, the Bible teaching programs of faithful ministers of God, has really transformed her life. And she listens <laughs> in her car, at home, and, it's, and, and she's a young mom, too, with two small children. And her husband and it's really been an impactful thing with Bot Radio Network and their family's life. Well, here today we have Pastor Greg Davis and uh, our friends in Memphis, as, as we bring this program to you, you're going to recognize Pastor Greg as host of Treasures of Truth, Sunday mornings at 8.30 on AM 640, 93.7 and 100.7 FM. Of course, he's no stranger to Mid-South Viewpoint. He's been on the program many times. Pastor Greg, it's good to have you here in Orlando. We're enjoying the, the sunshine, right? Absolutely. Great to be here with you. In the Sunshine State, of course, we're in a convention hall right now, so we're not seeing a lot of sunshine, but we know it's out there, right? Absolutely. Hey, it's so good. You and Nancy flew down here to the convention. Is this your first time at the NRB? No. Uh, actually, we drove down this time. Oh, you drove uh, down. But Yeah. But um, we were at the NRB uh, last year at, uh, at Na in Nashville at the Arborland Hotel. What has your experience been like so far here at the 2023 convention? It's been very good. Very good. You know, there's, uh, there's uh, so many so many people 
people here that their lives are committed to communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ to as many people as we can possibly reach in all types of ministry. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a very great convention to come to. It's very encouraging. I've met, I've actually made several new friends already in nice. the last day and a half. <laughs> and uh, just a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, what's it been like? I know your ministry has transitioned from behind the pulpit, which I mean, I don't need to say this. It's not transitioned totally away from the pulpit because you often still preach and travel, preach God's word for pastor friends and other opportunities that God, you know, avails you. But uh, as not being a lead pastor at a church and the responsibilities of a pastor, uh, moving into a, a different ministry or a, a, a season of ministry, what you and Nancy feel God has called you to right now. Uh, what is that transition like? And as you as you meet people here that are involved in a, a variety of communicating, you know, the, the gospel message, what does that mean for you? Well, it's interesting because, you know, so many times we just have this this one, you know, this one thought of how what ministry is or whatever, and this, but there's so many different kinds of ministry. And obviously I was in local church ministry for 37 years, uh, pastored at Cornerstone Church in South Haven for about 24 and a half years. But now in this season, you know, we're traveling, we're preaching at churches, conferences, marriage conferences, writing books and those kind of things. But it's, you know, it's just an illustration of the fact that God can use so many different types of talent and ability and callings to be people who carry the gospel, even if they're not standing behind a pulpit on a Sunday morning and pastoring a church. Wow, that is really an interesting, you know, perspective, especially coming from a pastor's heart, because I know when God gives you that call, I've heard pastors say that, you know, there's that calling that God has on your life. You know that God has called you, but then he calls you to something else. You really got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's voice, really, to hear that call. Well, actually, I I know, you know, even in the years of pastoring, uh, through the years, I've known many, many people who were extremely committed to serving the Lord, and they wanted to have every element of their life be pleasing to God, and they wanted to use their life to spread the gospel. And I've talked to some of those people who thought that they maybe should have been called to ministry, but then later on, the Lord showed them that they were supposed to be in business. And because they were in business, the Lord gave them opportunities to to really prosper, and their heart was to support ministry. So they've literally been able to support ministry all over the world, you know, even doing something different than just standing behind a pool and preaching. So we all have to use the gifts and talents that God has placed in our lives and called us to, to make sure that our existence is not just to have fun. Our existence needs to be to spread the gospel of Jesus. You know, Pastor Greg, I was just thinking about the opening session we got to hear from Dr. Franklin Graham, the son of Dr. Billy Graham. And the thing that was interesting, you know, he talked about how the ministry of Samaritan's Purse, which he's been leading now for some 40 years, he was a young man. He was like 28 years old. And I think Bob Pierce, who had started the ministry of Samaritan's Purse, got a cancer and eventually succumbed to that, to, to passing. And so before he passed, he told Dr. Franklin Graham that he wanted him to be the the next uh, director, president of Samaritan's Purse, but evidently he didn't tell the board of directors that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> they, they weren't ready to, to receive him. They, you know, there was a, about a year he kind of stepped away and said, well, maybe I'm not supposed to do that. But he said he was really trying to find his purpose, but he really felt like God wanted to use him there. And 
he, what was interesting about it, Pastor Greg, was he didn't have everything together. He was 28 years old. He was trying to figure out some things, but he really sensed that God wanted him to lead this ministry. But it wasn't like he was doing it by himself. God had placed some other individuals around him, and it was through a team effort, you know, that God directed and God began to mold him. We see where Samaritan's Purse has grown as a ministry today. Outstanding ministry. It's wonderful. They have really helped us in the Mid-South when we had all those tornadoes come through uh, it down, in, down in Mississippi in 2020. Samaritan's Purse actually uh, operated from Cornerstone there in South Haven. That was their, you know, their operational place. Uh, and uh, they were such a blessing. And they've just been such a blessing to so many people all over the world. Yeah, that's so true. And, and we're seeing many ministries that are here. They're impacting for God's kingdom, for the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's really what this is kind of a, a place where people get kind of energized, maybe inspired, and, and really maybe, you know, share shop a little bit, you know, with uh, what works and what hasn't worked. And how can we how can we better communicate? You know, we're living, as you know, Pastor Greg, in a, and why should we be surprised? I mean, didn't Jesus say, you know, if the world hated me, he's going to hate you too? Didn't he say that? Yes, he did. And so we shouldn't be surprised when we, we, we're looking for a, a trouble-free or tribulation-free or trial-free life. There is none. And not only just in the things that we have to encounter through you know, health and finance and, and issues of family, but just the culture that we live in, is, it is opposite of what we believe in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. But when we look back in the New Testament times, we realize that that's not new. That, that is not a, that's not a first time. Uh, you know, when the gospel was spreading, you know, after Jesus was resurrected and ascended back to heaven, that, that group of people that were spreading the gospel, that generation lived in a culture that was uh, extremely, you know, adverse. They, uh, they lived in a culture that did not want to hear anything about godliness because all they wanted to do was, you know, worship in pagan temples and, and all the things that went on in those, which is X-rated. And, uh, you know, just terrible situation. So we're not the only generation that's ever lived in an opposition society. Pastor Greg, what are the keys for us to remain faithful to our Lord when it comes to times of opposition, you know, times that it's counter against our faith? How do we really stand true? What are some of the keys that maybe Scripture points out to us how we should live in, in times like this? Well, the thing about it is, is that we, you know, this is actually one of the one of the main ideas that we promote uh, and and teach. You know, in my first book that was released, "Standing Strong in the Storm," you have to monitor your mindset. It, it's very difficult to be a Christian if you live with a comfort zone mindset, thinking that everything's just supposed to always be smooth sailing. Because Jesus told us, "In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart." Be encouraged because I have overcome the world. We have to understand that as children of God, we are soldiers of light and we're supposed to shine the light of godliness and the gospel of Christ in the darkness of the world. And that is going to automatically bring opposition because the darkness doesn't like the light. But we're supposed to speak the truth to people in love. And if we do that, then we'll be doing what Jesus did when he was here, and we are the body of Christ. We're supposed to do what we're called to do. And so that is being an influence, but we have to monitor our mindset. We have to realize that there are going to be attacks. 
they're going, there's, this is a ca- combat zone that we live in, and it's getting worse, but the darker things get, the brighter the light can shine. And so I believe that the greatest days for the kingdom and the greatest harvest of souls is on the horizon right now as we're living in these last days. Well, I, I love that. I was reminded when you were sharing about the light as a, as a kid, I would go to my grandmother's house and she had these stepping stones from the back porch to the garage. And I remember sometimes I would try to move them up, you know, pick them up. And when I did, there was these little insects, worms and different bugs, you know, whatever they were. And they didn't like that light, and they kept trying to go deeper, you know, to get away from the light and get back into the darkness where it was. And so light does have a powerful influence, and you might not think it's the way you're living. Is it maybe it could irritate somebody? Uh, we don't want to obnoxiously, you know, uh, be witnesses for Christ, but right. as we are living in the light and the truth of the gospel, as you mentioned, it will oftentimes uh, rub people the wrong way, right? It can't. It can't. But that's the other thing about light. Light illuminates things that people did not see. And so we have to shine the light of the gospel of Christ. But it is important for us to speak the truth in love. Because many times in the past, the church has spoken the truth, but not in love. And sometimes in this day and age, the church speaks love, but doesn't tell the whole truth. (laughs) So we have to keep both of those things in balance and speak the truth to people in love, but that light will illuminate the pathway that God wants them to walk. And we're seeing, I believe that revival is starting. Well, you just mentioned the word truth, and that's connected with your program. Every Sunday morning at 830 here on Bot Radio Network, Treasures of Truth. Talk about that. Talk about just, as we talk about truth, I remember in the 17th chapter of John, which is considered as the high priestly prayer of Jesus, and one of the opening verses, or a couple of verses there, Jesus says, this is eternal life, that you may know God, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, his whom he sent. Right. Okay. When we talk about truth and the only truth and treasures of that, talk mm-hmm. about that a minute. Well, that's the thing. I absolutely, I, I, I love to study the Word of God because in the last several years, of course, I've been in the ministry a long time and preaching and teaching the Word of God a long time. But the cool thing is that even after decades of, of teaching and preaching the Word of God, if you are a student that is passionate about digging out the truth that's in the Word of God, it's amazing how many times that I can find brand new treasure of truth in a passage that I've taught for years. So there's so much treasure in the Word of God that I want to encourage every person listening right now to don't just listen to your pastor preach. Don't just listen to the radio. You need to become a student of the Word of God and be passionate about digging because God has so much that He can speak to every one of us that is absolutely, totally relevant to our lives if we are willing to study Not just read a couple of verses every once in a while, but be a passionate student of the Word of God, and you will discover truth that you've never seen before, and you'll be excited about getting to open the Word because you know God's going to show you something that is powerful and practical. And so that's why we call the show Treasures of Truth, because there's so many insights, so much wisdom that most of the time people just kind of skim over. 
and I'm just excited about the Word. I absolutely, every day I love to study the Word, pray, and then write in my devotional journal the things that the Lord is showing me that are treasures of truth in the Word. Wow, you just brought up another great point there because I've heard Adrian Rogers even refer to, I'm probably going to mess up this uh, quote, but something to the effect that a pen or pencil is better than the greatest memory. or something. It's connected with taking notes, writing it down yes. when God shows you something. Yeah. Because oftentimes we see something come alive. As you say, that treasure we, we discover in God's Word just, wow, or something new that we've read that for many, many times, right. but we see the Holy Spirit communicating that truth to us in a new way. And then we maybe by the afternoon or the evening, we forgot that. But journaling, and you're big on journaling. Absolutely, absolutely. I've been keeping a devotional journal since 1988. And so it is amazing, you know, as far as the treasure of physical things in my life, obviously my family, you know, those kind of things. But like if if anything ever happened to our house, I would make sure my my children, I would make sure my family's safe. But the next thing I would do would be run back in there and try to grab my devotional journals off the shelves. Because literally, look at the word journal and the word journey. When you journal your devotions every day, you are capturing part of your journey. And you don't have to you don't have to worry about forgetting things because once you write it down, see it's an amazing thing. When I was writing the book, the the Standing Strong in the Storm book, I went back years and years and years ago and read through my devotional journals to see what exactly was the Lord saying to me on the day that Colton was born with five heart defects. What was the Lord saying to me on the day that we found out that my daughter Anna Grace that we just adopted from China, she was one year old. What what was God speaking to me in my devotional journal that day? when we found out that she had brain cancer? What was God saying to me when my wife almost died from the autoimmune disease? What was the Lord saying to me the day that I almost died of a heart attack? And then, you know, all those things that we've gone through that God brought us through in total victory. But when you journal, when you write things down and study the scripture and write your prayer requests down, you are capturing things that the enemy cannot steal from you. He can't he can't keep you from remembering it if you can go back and read it in your devotional journal. So that's why I absolutely encourage everyone, it is so worth your time to read the Word, to pray, but then also to write a journal. Write in your journal, what is God saying to you? What do you feel like? What is, what is going on in your heart? What do you need? What are you praying for? And having that record is an absolute treasure. Oh, Pastor Greg, what a great word there. And I was just thinking about what Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he does that, too. He wants to steal the Word of God. That's right. As we look at when, you know, the parable of the sower, when the good seed was sown, what happened there? Some of that seed, you know, was taken. That's right. He used the illustration of the birds coming and taking that seed away. Right. You know, he's trying trying to take the seed that God wants to plant. And that's another reason when you're journaling, actually even science, even science proves that when you write something down in your own handwriting, it increases your memory of what you're writing. Yeah. It takes it to a whole nother level. And so uh, that's actually, you know, even better than typing on a keyboard. When you write it down in your own handwriting, it causes your memory to go to a much higher level. And so... Don't let the devil steal that seed. <laughs> so as you move forward with this program, Treasures of Truth, where's your heart? What do you want to see? Well, how do you want to use this program here 
on Byte Radio Network. My passion is every day to be able to dig into the Word of God and discover new treasure, but also another element of my passion, I want, this is going to sound weird probably, but one of my daily prayers is this. I hope it doesn't sound crazy, but here's what it is. I say, Lord, I pray that you will make me an appetizer. I pray that, Lord, that I will be able to share the gospel and share treasures of truth from the scriptures to people in such a way that they realize that there's so much in the word that they haven't discovered yet that they will have an appetite to become a student of the word themselves so that they can dig out the treasure of truth that God wants to use to transform their lives into the highest level that he had in mind when he created them. So I'm praying that the Lord will use this broadcast and use our ministry to really cause people to develop a hunger for the Word of God. Oh, Pastor Greg, as you shared that, I just started having a, some tears in my, in my eyes thinking about, isn't that what we as Christ followers need to be into the world? It's chaotic and counterculture and all these divisions we see and wanting to communicate the message of what real love is in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And to be that appetizer. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, the Lord says uh, in the scriptures, he says, you know, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. And so we want people to be filled with the righteousness of God that comes through the relationship with Jesus. But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we want to, we, we should, we should live lives that make people want to know, you know, how did you, how did you navigate that? Or how did you do that? Or we've had people ask us many times through the decades, how we even survived all the adversity that our family went through. And many times people would ask, how do you still have joy? How can you still be happy? going through all of these things. And so we wanted our lives to be able to show people, look, joy does not have to be only connected to easy circumstances. The joy of the Lord can be our strength in the darkest days of our lives. And when we get through those storms on the other side, it will be even greater. And so, you know, we want to encourage people to want to be a student of the Word, and to have a hunger for the things of God. Amen. I love that, Pastor Greg. Okay, as you look at uh, the NRB here, we're, of course, at the beginning of the convention. We're going to finish out. What are your plans uh, for the rest of the week and time here, and what do you plan to do this summer? Well, um, I'm, I'm working uh, in, as a participant here in the uh, Christian Authors Network booth here in the Expo, and I uh, also have a couple of book signings that are scheduled here for, for me to sign, you know, sign my books and, and if people want to buy the books here, those kind of things. And I've got some other interviews uh, with uh, Christian media, uh, people that are interested in, you know, wanting to know what is the core message of the book that we're sharing. And uh, I don't, uh, you already know this, but God has opened some incredible doors. We were on the Daystar Network two weeks ago uh, on the Ministry Now program, and also they've recorded us on Table Talk with Joni and The Green Room. Those will be broadcast sometime in the next month or so. And so God is opening so many doors for us to be able to share our testimony because people need encouragement. They need hope. I had someone tell me this morning that they saw a statistic 
in surveys that are going on right now that up to 47 people, 47% of people in this country say that they have no hope. And so people desperately need hope, but they not only need hope and encouragement, they also need the wisdom of God's truth to be able to deal with the circumstances that they're facing. And when they do that, they can walk through their storms and be stronger in their faith on the other side than they ever were. And so that is what I believe God is calling us in this season. And so the rest of the summer, we're preaching in churches and traveling, and I'm, I'm working on the marriage book right now that I've been writing for a little while. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to try to finish, I'm going to try to finish the, the manuscript of the marriage book that uh, Nancy and I are working on together. And uh, so hopefully I can finish it by the end of July, which will be our 42nd wedding anniversary. And, uh, and well, so, congratulations. I didn't realize you guys have been married almost 42 years now. Well, I'm looking forward. We're going to have some fellowship time with you and Nancy. My wife, Pam, is also here at this year's uh, National Religious Broadcasters Convention here in Orlando. So we're going to have some fellowship time together as couples and enjoy sharing over a meal. But uh, I'm so glad that we got to connect here on Bot Radio Network here at Mid-South Viewpoint, coming to you, friend, from the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, Florida, the Sunshine State. And uh, we're so thankful for Pastor Greg Davis and Treasures of Truth that comes on each Sunday mornings here on Bot Radio Network at 8.30 a.m. and 6.40 a.m., 93.7 and 100.7 FM. And I think, Pastor Greg, on your website, you have a, a link if somebody would like to listen to the show. Now, you can go to the Bot Radio Network. has a nice mobile app, and you can download that app, and the show's available there, too. So want to let you know various ways you can connect with Treasures of Truth program with Pastor Greg. Yes, there are, there are a couple of the Treasures of Truth broadcasts that are available on my website. The website is gregdavisonline.com. And so also my book, Standing Strong in the Storm that it was already been released and getting great testimonies from people that have been greatly impacted by the truth of God's Word through that book. That's available on the website as well. But there is a place where they can click and listen to a couple of the radio programs that are on the network, uh, Treasures of Truth. And then uh, so we'll, we'll be probably putting some more of those up there on the website as well. Well, I am so glad that you texted me and said, hey, I'm at the NRB. Let's get together. Because this is a big place. You can get lost here, right? It's huge. But it, it is. But we're having a wonderful time. Friends, thank you so much for joining us here with Pastor Greg Davis. Again, for Treasures of Truth, your host every Sunday morning at 830 here on the Bot Radio Network in Memphis on 640 AM, 93.7 and 100.7 FM. We're going to have to wrap it up on this program. I'm hoping to bring some more shows to you from the convention, the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention, really a, a place where Christian communicators get together, strategize, and work on getting God's Word out in so many creative ways. So it's been a blessing to be here with Pastor Greg. Thank you for listening to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Mid-South Viewpoint. The show is archived for on-demand listening on our website at botradionetwork.com. Stay tuned to Bot Radio Network to fill your day with God's Word.